Jenny broke up with me on Instagram. So I said, Excuse me! She's pro wrestling's queen of mean. But behind the scenes, she's got a heart of gold and a lifetime of experiences. From no holds barred tales of her relationships and rivalries to conversations with A list superstars, the real Vicky Guerrero is ready to talk. Welcome to Excuse Me, the Vicky Guerrero Show. Excuse me! podcast and today we have a spectacular talented beautiful creative businesswoman on our show today please welcome miss sadie gibbs hi sadie good morning hello how are you afternoon i guess because you're in london yeah it's not morning here yet (laughs) oh my gosh that is so weird i know that when i travel to london my time schedule is so mixed up that it takes me like two days just to get my sleep schedule back in order again. <laughs> Is it nine hours or five? Five. Well, nine, 10, 11, 12. It's yeah. five hours. Yeah, but it makes a massive difference. It does. It is, especially when you have to travel the flight, which takes like, you know, eight or 10 hours to get there. It, it, it works with your mind and your sleep pattern. <laughs> <laughs> so let's fill in our uh, followers of who you are. Um, you have been a busy woman. So you're from London, England, which you you currently reside. Um, you have been a gymnast, you're a gymnast, a professional yeah. wrestler. You've been uh, participating in the World Wonder Ring Stardom, uh, Pro Wrestling uh, Eve, which is EVE, the yeah. Wrestling League, WrestleGate Pro, and you were also signed with All Elite Wrestling. Yes. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> What got you interested in getting into wrestling? So originally I I also did, um, so after gymnastics, I went on to do pole vaulting um, in athletics. So, you know, we jump with a big pole and um, I did that. (laughs) Not sure what that was. Sorry. Reggie. Yeah. What's his name? Firework just went off or something. And you just can't. Oh, well, we have another superstar on our show. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did that for a period of time after gymnastics, um, because I was actually forced to, well, not forced to quit gymnastics. So I got a mental block going backwards, which you wouldn't believe with what I do in the ring now. Um, I started just jumping back on my head at around probably 13 in gymnastics on ba- anything going backwards um, so I'd be on the beam and I just I just got a mental block and for that I had you know hypnotherapy and everything but it got to the point where I had to go forwards on everything with my moves uh-huh. and that limited me so I went from being elite you know and gradually went down and then in the end I had to let go and move on so I started pole vaulting and uh, then went into com- figure competing for bodybuilding, um, which I, I don't know if you know, I did that. So I did. Yeah, I saw some awesome pictures of you online, which your yeah. body is incredibly great looking. I mean, <laughs> you must have had a lot of discipline and that, that's a lot of work to make your body transform into uh, for competition. Yeah, it became, I mean, if you've already got an obsessive personality, it's kind of, it becomes unhealthy, if anything. So for me, it wasn't 
it wasn't long term. I did it for four years, um, but in the end, I had to. I just reached a point where I was like, okay, this is where I came about wrestling because there was always a part of me that just wanted to do fighting, and I dabbled in um, Muay Thai from the age of ten. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I want you on my side when we were getting a fight on the street. I, I want you behind <laughs> me to fight for me. <laughs> but um, And then I just ended up uh, looking online and just by this point, I'd already started MMA training and everything again. But I applied for a WWE tryout. Um, and I'm going to be 100% honest. I didn't really know about the business itself, the wrestling business. And wow, it's a minefield once you get into it. Um, so I had the tryout that all went really well, got amazing feedback and I met a lot of incredible wrestlers at that point of time. So people like, you know, um, Travis Banks, there was, there was many that are recently been signed by the WWE, but I think things have happened as well there, but, um, yeah. And they told me all about the Indies. So the advice I got back was, we have to know you want it. And I went away and I researched and I just fell straight into it and just trained nearly four or five times a week for wrestling as well as the MMA and CrossFit. And just within three years, I was going Japan and then signed by AEW. So it was all a bit of a whirlwind, to be honest. Um, I just feel like I fell on a path that was meant for me. Um, Sadie, what were the struggles that you faced when you saw this huge industry? You know, you tried out and all of a sudden you're faced with all these different, um, you know, obstacles in wrestling. What, what were the things that you were facing mentally and emotionally? So I'd say rest, uh, mentally and emotionally is a great way of, when you first get into it, it can be a real tricky business as well, which people don't know that you go through, through the backstage parts of things. Um, so there was a lot of uh, politics, I guess, along the way. I mean, if you come from getting a tryout and you're not a wrestler, that already creates a lot of hostility, and which I wasn't aware of because, you know, I just applied for something. I thought, wow, that just that sets me alight at the thought of doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I actually applied for a school. Um, I got an apology two years later, and they actually turned me down and said that they they I couldn't train there basically I wasn't allowed to train there and this was a point where I was thinking hold on I've never had this with sports before when you you know you're just you're willing to pay you're looking at going to a school you're asking questions and I was um referred to go there from the tryouts for, from progress people at the time and um, so then by that point I was looking for another school I traveled all the way to um fight club which was six hour drive on Friday nights and um, yeah, just to train. And yeah, so I used to do that until I found a local one, which was the London School of Lucha Libre. And that was where I really started to grow and shine there. But again, along the way, you go through all, as as you're probably aware of, the, the politics side of... Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but I kept I kept my head above all that you stay true to yourself and um obviously it can break down emotionally a little bit but as long as you know why you're doing it and why you're there and how it feels usually uh if you've got that kind of resilience and everything it 
it kind of doesn't get through the first layer of skin if if I'm being <laughs> absolutely you know and that's something that you know a lot of people think that because they're at WWE that it's either you're worthy or not and that's the emotional game that they put on people even on my daughter you know Shaw she was told you you're not a Guerrero until you prove to us you're a Guerrero you're not worthy to be in the ring until you show us and when a person has a heart and the soul is hungry for that I think that's where um people tend to listen to you know the the people at WWE saying okay well I'm not worthy when in reality, we are worthy of anything that we want to do, whether it be female or male. If you have the hunger, no one has the right to tell you that you're not worthy. And that's something that's very emotional, especially when people think, oh, WWE is the only voice in the wrestling industry. And it's not because there's so many other promotions and people that are. I think wrestling gives you a voice. Um, If anything, it it allows you to have that connection because and you know for me it gave me that sense of grace and freedom wrestling and that's what I loved about it when I started and that's why I actually called myself the amazing grace at the start um because I just felt it just gives you that element to be who you are and shine with that you know um and the biggest challenge I found I faced was when I got signed um because for me that was that questioned my worth. I didn't feel worthy of being signed, which was the scary bit. Um, and that's when you're in the emotional battle because you're, you've had all this belief in yourself climbing the ladder and then you get to that point and you're like, oh my God, I'm here. And um, that's when it, I don't know, yeah, that's the first time I've ever felt a sense of questioning myself. And um, But I definitely grew. In the time I spent with, a, um, with All Elite Wrestling, I've grown and I'm so happy with the person that I'm becoming so yeah you know because watching you you know when I wasn't signed yet I was at home watching AEW every every time they came out on TV and I loved your confidence I loved the energy that you brought and maybe because when you were called Amazing Grace um, being a, a Christian woman it made me feel so close to you because I could feel your energy resonate to me watching the show and your, your talent is really good. I mean, your wrestling is, I love your wrestling style. And I think the great thing about All Elite too is that they mentor and they build the superstars to help them find that creative and um, that character development. And I think, you, I think you blended really well with the roster. You know, if you felt unworthy, you looked like you really belonged. And that's something that I really want to tell you because I've always, I always told myself I want to have her on my show because I just loved who you represented as a woman and the confidence that you brought in front of the camera. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I guess that's the, the good thing because as soon as you walk through those curtains, that's it. <laughs> it's on. <laughs> to be that, um, well, yeah, that person that you, you, you love being, you know, that confident yeah, I felt that when I when I came out on stage, it, it wasn't that. Oh, yeah, all that fear went until you're in the ring, and then it starts again. <laughs> yeah, I think that even for me, like during the day when you know you're going to be on TV or wherever they they use you, you're you're thinking over and over what you got to do and what you're going to say, and then as soon as you hit that tunnel, it's like here we go, ready yeah. or not, let's do it. <laughs> Literally, you have to get out your own way. You've got no choice. But, um... Yeah. 
Um, so, you know, as far as when, when you did get signed with All Elite, um, did you have any concept when you were younger that you wanted to be a wrestler? I mean, I know you said that you found wrestling after you did pole vaulting, but did you watch it at all? Because London is a great territory for wrestling. You yes. know, you, you it, when it was at its peak, um, we all watched it in this house, so my whole family. Um, and that was between, I was about probably six to about nine. Um, and then gymnastics, obviously, the hours you train. Um, I was kind of pulled away from any TV, really, um, for a period of time, because I, I trained nearly 24 to 30 hours a week. Um, oh, my gosh. Um, but no, I was, we was all obsessed as a kids, me and my brother, uh, we had the ring, all the figures. Um, but to say I carried that through until I started wrestling again, uh, no, I kind of lost my way away from that. But when I was a kid, yeah, hundred percent. I've always, I've always had that heart of a, a it's bad to say I love fighting. Does, is that, is that a bad way to That's cool. But yeah, I guess it's always been a way of channeling emotions for me. And as soon as I found wrestling, I felt I was calmer in personal conflicts out of the ring. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, it does help us create a thick skin when we're wrestling. <laughs> you just, I think it's just a way of channeling all that passion you've got. And uh, But yeah, as a kid, I was a massive fan. And then I found, I completely, you know, found my way back into it and couldn't believe how huge the business actually, huge, but small, that makes sense. Yeah. Business, but it's very connected and very small. Yeah. So when you were growing up, who were the women that you watched that motivated you that saying, you know, that you're kind of your mentors or a, a, a woman or maybe even a man that you looked at the TV and go, I want to do this. This is, this is who is inspiring me to be a wrestler. So it was definitely the, obviously the, the Lucha styles. So it would definitely be Eddie Guerrero um, and uh, Rey Mysterio. Oh uh, yeah. Um, but the girls, uh, Lita was, uh, I thought she was, yeah, she was amazing. She is amazing. Yeah. The, Cause she was the first one that was flipping moon sorting off and, um, and obviously she was in matches with, uh, it was like intergender, wasn't it? With Matt Hardy and, uh, yeah. So they was my biggest. Yeah. I think she was the one that kind of showed women that, hey, we are worthy to be with these guys inside the ring and I can give a good fight and I don't have to be, you know, the the blonde haired diva, you know, with the big boobs and, you know, and the skinny bikinis. I mean, she was, she was who she was. And still extremely feminine. Um, she had that badass attitude, but <laughs> with like a sense of vulnerability at the same time, she mastered it, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah as a character she was yeah she was incredible she was really really cool so yeah she was my probably still to this day my biggest inspiration in female wrestling definitely have you ever met her no 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 oh if you ever come to the states i'll have to set that up because i think that'd be so great for her to give you she has so much advice and knowledge and i just i love her so much and i admire her she's been through a lot um, so we'll have to talk about that whenever you come to the stage. Yeah. Let me know. Now, hopefully when the world's back to, oh. yeah, um, I'll be out again, but yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, let's talk about that. So COVID hit around February, March of this year. Um, of course, you know, you and some other wrestlers were overseas and that made it difficult, you know, for you guys to travel in to be, you know, on, on All Elite Wrestling. I, I just, I, you know, I know that this is so difficult because it's not because you weren't producing as a wrestler that, you know, that they couldn't, you know, have you on All Elite your work is so worthy. And I, I truly believe that when a door closes, that an, the God opens up another one. Yeah, you know, I, I feel exactly the same. That's why I just try and stay grateful and just think everything that's meant to be is happening. Because I was actually planning on moving out. I and know. My flights were booked on the 25th. I had cases packed and ready. Um, so I was my whole, yeah, I was planning and then it happened on the 20th and I just thought maybe I wasn't meant to go at this point of time, you know, cause it, it was within five days. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, God, if I'd flown two days before I would have been, it's bizarre. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's gutting, but in the same thing, you can't, I don't like to get in one of their negative headspace where I'm dwelling on everything and feeling sorry, you know, sorry for myself because I'm lucky that these opportunities even came in my life and I just have to take what I can from it and just keep going really and just, yeah. Well, you know, I encourage my followers and fans to look at your Instagram on social media because I, I watch you every day and what you post and you're such an inspiration and a positive female. And I love your attitude. And I think that a lot of people can learn from uh, your your faith in God and how you have been resilient, you know, and not letting the negatives, you know, dictate your day. And we're human, Sadie, you know, we're, we're yeah. human. We're, you know, we, we cry and I cry, I get mad, I get pissed off. But then, you know, as a human being, you know, you have to kind of just slow down and go, okay, God, I, I'm giving up. What Surrender. <laughs> what is it that you want for today and yeah. sometimes it's a baby step sometimes it's just a you know just to take care of you for the day it doesn't mean that you, you have to do anything professionally or you know anything about the situation it's just loving yourself and you show that in your social media and I see the love that you have for yourself and and um I just I commend you on that I'm so admired by your your positivity yeah, I think I've always called it, I always say the universe, um, but I guess that is another way of saying God. And um, But I kind of, I think you get to a point where you're, you're grasping things and then they get taken away. And then you're like, okay, I surrender. And all of a sudden things start flowing again and you're back in the flow. You, you, you're humble, you're humbled. And I think you just find, you realize what, what you've got as well. And yeah, and you just find a new sense of gratitude again. If anything, it does. It develops your character, the things you lose. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, just from, you know, when Eddie was in WWE, he got fired like three times. And, you know, so what I want to tell you is the storms that Eddie and I went through, when, when a door closes, another one opens. And magically, you just think, wow, there was a reason for this to happen. And I, I just want to encourage you that there's so many promotions and there's so many promoters out there doing different things that you're so talented that I believe with my heart.
that when things open up and this COVID thing goes away or gets in control, that people are going to be saying, hey, hey, Sadie, here I am. What do you want to do? And I think that, that there's so much for you left to do in this wrestling industry. Yeah, I, I hope so. I'm, uh, yeah, you just got to stay positive and keep in the right sense direction because at the moment, you know, the, rest, the wrestling in the indies is completely, um, well, they, you can't put on shows. So it's a matter of just biding out the rest of the year, I think, and just yeah. staying focused on yourself. Like you said, self-love, self-care, and just really developing your character. Things that are in your control and, and just coming back, yeah, with a harder head and a stronger character for next year. Absolutely. And uh, just just to let you know that in the locker room, everyone thinks so highly of you. You were you're loved by a lot of the women. And so I wanted to relay that to you, too, that um, just by me saying I'm going to stay on my show. They're like, tell her hi. Tell her we send her hugs. So you're, you're missed in a lot of ways. I miss every I miss everyone. So I'm, I just started to get to know everyone. And it's, it's gutting. I am really gutted. But um like I said, try not to think about that and dwell on yeah. it. Yeah. Well, things um, always, you know, in this wrestling industry, you know, you never know where you're going to end up again. So uh, yeah. I think we're going to cross our paths and we're going to, you know, I'll, I'll be able to meet you personally and give you a huge hug. <laughs> so let's talk, let's talk about your company. That's quite amazing that you're a businesswoman, which I didn't know until maybe a few months ago that you have this company that you're a CEO and owner of Undeniable Fitness. Uh, uh, undefined, yeah. Undefinable Fitness. How, yeah. that's, that's just an incredible journey you have because it's like almost like a backup plan. Like, you know, if you don't have wrestling, you have this company to fall back on. Tell us about this company that you, that you created. So I, I all, like I said, my whole passion is driven through, emotion and fitness for me is always somewhere where if I'm angry if I'm sad if something's hurting I used to just go out run train all, all from the age of 12 um yeah. so I'm, yeah I used to run home from school in secondary school in my school shoes um I was that obsessed <laughs> it's the way for me to channel things you know um and so I always wanted to put that across to people and motivate them and show that you can deal with struggles in it's all mental and I feel fitness is a great way to decompartmentalize it is that yes it, if that makes sense um and it just gives you a clear head at the end of it and you almost that feeling of in, when you lay there and you pushed yourself to that point I just lay on the floor and it's like you see stars but it's like a sense of <laughs> You get a deep breath in and you're like, oh. so my passion for fitness is just great. I just love everything about how it, you know, it just transitions into everything you do. And it's all, it's all a mentality. So when it comes to that, my business that I created, I actually started as Fit Infinity 10 years ago. And it's, I call it my baby because it's always allowed me to still chase my own dreams as well as that being a dream of mine as well, building a fitness company and potentially having my own gym one day. And, um, but it's always kind of allowed me that freedom as well um, to still look after myself and still, you know, keep my fitness goals and health goals 
to then put them across to clients. So when it comes to that business, that's grown and developed from Fit Infinity to Gibbs Fitness to now, which it will stay because I finally found out what I kind of put across to my clients. And they've always said, you know, it's not the physical aspect I've gone away with an aesthetic appearance that I'm happy with. You've changed how I walk, how I talk about myself, you know, how I feel. And that's when I was, that's when I sort of came up with the undefinable. Well, I started to become, feel like I was undefinable and, you know, any, any adversity I've been through, it's not defined me. It's, it's only led to better things to come. And I just realized, you know, my clients walking all round shouldered, head down, lacking confidence. It's not the body they come to me to change. It's their mindset. They want to feel better. They, yeah. And that's when I, the, the company's just grown because I, I don't just work on, I work on how they ended up getting to a position where they actually don't like what they see in the mirror because it's not, oh, I've put on weight. You know, it's, I've got to this place through bad self-talk, you know, not appreciating myself, not loving myself. And you don't know what you've, you need to dig their character, what they've been through, you know, what might have caused them to get there. And then they're the, the habits you want to break and they're the parts you really want to work on. And then everything else just flows because I can give you, I can give anyone a program um, but you know, any trainer can do that, but it doesn't make you a coach. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's just always been something I love. So even when I was signed, I was still, I took it all online cause I just love that giving back, you know, it's my sense of giving back how I've helped myself because we've all been through mental battles with training body and yeah. And if you can give back and help other people that are going through potentially what you went through, it's, um, yeah. It sounds like you just invest so much into each individual client that it's not just, oh, I'll take these 10 people and I'll put them through a program. It, it, it looks like you just individually take the time to get to know each person. So when you talk to them, you remember what they're do what they're going through. And so you're able to really communicate that, Hey, I'm a friend. I may be your trainer, but I'm listening to you and I'm, and I, I want to work with you to be better. And that's so important because you can go to these gyms and they're just a trainer just thinks, okay, I got you for 30 minutes. Okay. Let's get this done. Okay. Bye. And doesn't say a word to them, you know? So that's really incredible how, how much love and heart that you have for your clients. Uh, not the, yeah, people can find your company on www.sadiegibbs.com. Is that correct? Currently doing up that site at the moment. Um, but yeah, that's the my main site. But yeah, I'm going to be changing that a lot. So And it's beautiful already. I mean, and it shows all your programs, which you have. You're quite busy creating all these different programs. And it, it tells your story about you. Um, how many clients do you have? I mean, what... How, how do you how do you handle all these people at one time at the moment i i do limit it because obviously like i said i like to have that personal aspect as well at the moment i have a combination of online and one people that do both they do online and i see them in person um well i see all of them through virtual meetings as well but um and i'd say i've got at the moment on the actual platform that i use 20 clients so wow um usually any more than that can get a bit of a handful depending on what they're doing, <laughs> what they're doing. um so yeah but 
I've got big plans for that side of my business as well and where I want to go with that. So yeah, it's That's hard. Awesome. Yeah. And if you, if my followers can check out Sadie's Instagram, your workout videos make me tired just watching you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have such strength and you're always pushing yourself and your form is just beautiful. I mean, I mean, if people can go check out, you do some crazy stuff on your videos, like these handstands that you walk like forever and the weight that you're pulling and, um, it's just, it's incredible the shape that you're in. I mean, I'm, I admire you for the dedication and discipline that you have to have first before you can bring this to other people. With, um, cross, I'm a massive CrossFit enthusiast. And if anything helped with my wrestling and being an athlete in wrestling, of course, having a gymnast background and everything in my past, the CrossFit, um, cause you, just transitions into wrestling incredible so if anyone's training to become a wrestler incorporating crossfit as well is just yeah just because one minute you're lifting heavy weights and that's what you do in wrestling you might lift up someone slam them down next minute you're running the ropes and um, crossfit's a combination of lifting and cardio and you use it all in what we call a wad so it's a great method of training but um yeah that's where all my craziness comes from <laughs> Well, it shows, and yeah. I look at you, I'm like, she has to be on my, I mean, if I, if you ever, if we ever get to work again, I want you in my stable, because if I get my mouth in trouble with someone, I'm just going to say, go, Sadie, go take care of them. <laughs> <laughs> now, with, with your training company, do you ever, have you ever thought about designing your own supplements? Because you are an ambassador for Gaspari Nutrition Supplements, is that correct? I was with Gaspari for, cause they're ma mainly with um, bodybuilders. So I was with them for two years, as well as other companies before that, back when I was bodybuilding. But um, yeah, in terms of bringing out my own supplements and everything, that's definitely something I want to transition into. And also, you know, fitness clothing brand, of course it'll be undefinable. Um, <laughs> that's a great name. Yeah, this is definitely my branding now and uh, where everything will branch off. But um, yeah, no, that's definitely um, something I've considered. That's amazing. And then you also, uh, you are also um, sponsored by Bulletproof uh, Gym Wear. Is that correct? So is this still on my website? I'm, this is it my is. I, I, I searched the heck out of you, Sadie, these past yeah. two days. <laughs> why I need to... Um, update my site it's oh, all okay um i was with bulletproof i've um i'm currently with savage barbell which is an american-based okay. um, company and they're crossfit based they're quite big actually on um instagram and everything but i affiliate with them now so they kind of send me stuff and then i post and it goes yeah it's affiliation more so but yeah um it's always good to have brands kind of promote you if they're bigger brands and that's how your brand becomes recognized yeah absolutely so let's see um where can people find you on your social media so all my social medias are at the sadie gibbs um yeah they're all that now because the um twitter you tagged actually got hacked i saw that i'm so sorry about that as soon as i got my uh 
verified tick uh, a year ago. I got hacked on that one because uh, okay. it was connected to an old email on Hotmail and yeah, I was gutted. But um, yeah, all started back up. So it's the Sadie Gives now. It's not a fake account. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that one's now verified as well. So. Well, thank you for letting me know that. Yeah. <laughs> so I like to do something really fun with my guest and we're going to do a speed round. Have you ever heard of that? No. It's where I'm going to give you um, like four or five questions and you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. So that way your fans and my followers can kind of get to know you a little bit more. Okay. Oh gosh. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, question one, do you snore? No. Uh, well, it, <laughs> not that you hear, right, Sadie? <laughs> uh, what is your favorite season of the year? Summer. Um, what's for dinner tonight? Rice with fish, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Just rice. <laughs> I eat rice a lot. <laughs> um, paper or plastic? Paper. Um, is it wrong for a vegan to eat animal crackers? Yes. <laughs> No. <laughs> you think so? Do they have animal in them? What I just called animal crackers. Well, and here in the states, they're animal crackers, so they have like elephants and uh, chickens and dogs, and they're animal crackers, but they're shaped like an animal. So I like to stump all of my fitness clients because I always think, oh, this is gonna make them confused. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. probably not then <laughs> <laughs> well I guess if, you, if you're going to be a vegan eating an animal cracker or a cookie isn't too bad right <laughs> no, no I'm practically a vegan <laughs> oh, yeah. no. I know your diet is just so strict and I'm so inspired by your videos on your Instagram and your posts keep up the good work because you're reaching a lot of people and you're so oh. talented and I, I'm just, I'm wishing you the best in life and you have a friend in me. So if you get any great news, any, anything you want to promote, you got my email, contact me. I'd be happy to put it on blast for you so we can promote you and get more word out for the people to follow you. Oh, amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm so honored to have you on my show and I thank you for your time. Enjoy your afternoon while I'm here in the morning time. I still need more coffee, but um, stay beautiful, stay positive, and I wish you so much love. Thank you, Vicky. I see you soon in person. Uh, uh, yes. Thank you, Sadie. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for another episode of the Excuse Me podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Spreaker, or your favorite podcast platform. Check out our official Facebook page at facebook.com slash excuse me, Vicky, or follow me on Twitter and Instagram and email us at excuse me, Vicky at outlook.com with questions or comments. Until next time, excuse me!